Welcome to Engaging Life, the show where we discuss passions, well-being, work-life balance, and everything it means to live fulfilling in an engaging life. I'm your host, Lexi Redman, and on today's shows, I'll be talking more about my inspiration for why I created the show, and I'll be answering a few questions about my own life. Um, But before we get started, I'd like to encourage you all to listen to the first episode of the podcast with Ariel Greenaway, who is now in Japan for the Japanese exchange and teaching program. That conversation was really fun. Um, the The audio is a little bit interesting. We, we're in a nice uh, studio right now for this episode, so that's nice, but the uh, other audio was a little bit of a hassle, so I apologize in advance for that, but the content is really good. Um, before I get into why I created the show, I also want to mention that this is going to be a bi-weekly, hopefully, um, bi-weekly podcast where I'll release uh, new episodes on every other Tuesday afternoon at 11.45 a.m. right before 12 noon, so lunch. So you can listen to it at lunch and um, hopefully learn a little bit. So yeah, learn something new every day. But okay, so getting into why I created this show. The show has been in the works for a little bit. Um, I had several different ideas for this show, but I couldn't get a handle on what format I wanted. Um, But I was finally inspired by something that my grandmother used to say. And so the concept for the show kind of came as an homage to my grandmother who passed away a few years ago. One of her favorite sayings was, life has never been more engaging and I've adopted that into my own life and so I took that it took that as advice to mean that we should all strive to live fulfilling and engaging lives and so that kind of stuck with me and then a a little bit about me and my life right now um I'm a current graduate school student uh, studying industrial organizational psychology and so well-being and and work-life balance and the intersection between work, kind of doing your passion, and life, the things that you're interested in, um, what you do day to day really gave me inspiration for kind of developing a show that was about finding the balance um, between between work, your career, and and your regular personal life. So, uh, to answer some questions that I got about IO, is shorthand for industrial organizational psychology, it's a field that is basically psychology in the workplace. You can do several different things in the field, but it's the study of people at work is the best way that I can describe it. Um, It is a field that it's very interesting to describe um it's a field that started probably I want to say in the 1930s with the rise of the industrial war um and really gained steam because they wanted to figure out uh how to make workers more efficient and then later on, it kind of adopted a more, uh, what's the, what's the word? 
a more person-centered approach, the more organizational side, to figure out how to uh, motivate employees and what gets them engaged in work to do it more efficiently. And so it's the study of that, and basically, in a nutshell, it's how can we make work better for employees and how can we make work more efficient. And so that's I.O. kind of in a nutshell. Um, in in the first episode and in upcoming episodes, you may hear me allude to some I.O. concepts, especially when talking about well-being or work-life balance. Those are definitely psychology concepts. Um, and I'll try my best to explain it in the moment. But if I don't, then uh, just message me and ask me questions about whatever concept I'm talking about. Um, and if you have a question on whether or not I'm talking about an I.O. concept or a psychology concept, a good indicator of me talking about I.O. or psychology is me calling myself a nerd, like saying something and then calling myself a nerd, which which I am. Um, but yeah, you can email me any questions you have about I.O. or psychology at engaginglifepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, another fact about me is that I just started my second year of graduate school. Actually, I had my first class yesterday, and I am starting a thesis, a, a long research paper on women in leadership with a focus on women of color in leadership and the barriers that they face. Um, at least that's what I plan to do right now. Hopefully that sticks. Uh, but that's what's engaging me right now is figuring out what I'm doing for this for this thesis. Um, but again, this episode was kind of an intro to introduce the podcast, what it's going to be about. Basically, I'll be interviewing people and figuring out why their life is engaging or what's engaging them in life and what they're doing career-wise. And so that's a way for me to incorporate both uh, work, passions, uh, I really want to f- focus on people who are doing something that is fulfilling to them, that they're passionate about, rather than a job to do a job or a job to get a check. I mean, we all want to make money. <laughs> we all want to make money, but uh, really having a purpose that's deeper than just getting getting a check and doing a job to to pay the bills. And so this is going to be a mostly interview show. I might do a few episodes like this where I'm just answering answering some questions and answering some questions about my life, but mostly it's so that I can interview other people about their life and see how they live life to the fullest, how they uh, do the things that they're passionate about and hear, hear from people that I'm really interested in talking to. Um, and maybe that the audience is interested in, in hearing from as well. So with that being said, this uh, episode is more question and answer session and I got a few questions about grad school uh, the number one question that I got is do I recommend grad school and then another is uh, what's the secret to balancing full-time work in school and then I got a few questions about what is IO which I just explained um, but more about grad school I have my own thoughts on these answers and actually there's going to be some episodes coming up where I interview some of my um, fellow students, people in my cohort, uh, and you'll get a chance to hear from them and whether they recommend grad school, uh, what they're studying, what they're passionate about, um, and how they balance grad school and and regular life. But these are my answers. Um, So 
yeah, stay tuned for that episode. But my take on whether I recommend grad school is this. Grad school is expensive. <laughs> it's really, really expensive, number one. Um, it's a huge investment. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. <laughs> and so I caution you against grad school if your subject does not come with graduate assistantships, which is they'll basically pay you to go to school by giving you a position, like a teaching assistant position where you'll go into an undergraduate classroom and teach, or they'll give you a um, research assistantship where you're doing research with a faculty member. Um, and so that'll uh, offset some of the costs of tuition. Um, but yes, it's very expensive. Um, and it's, you invest a lot of time, a lot of time and a lot of money. Uh, but I would suggest absolutely go to grad school if you have a really, really, really big interest in something. And again, if it's, there's this word again, if it's something that you're passionate about, do it because, you know, honestly, the only people that are going to be in grad school are people that really, really care about the subject or people that just have money that can pay for grad school to just do it as a hobby, which I know some people like that, but um, you really, really have to be interested in the subject because you're going into content at a deeper level and at a greater level than you would uh, in in high school or in college. Um, so that's my thoughts on whether I would recommend it. So I recommend it if you're passionate about a particular subject but if you aren't um I would I would caution against it um and I'm not saying that it would be impossible if you're not passionate about a subject but I think it would be difficult um I think it would be difficult if you weren't passionate about it and then the other thing about grad school is it's just an interesting environment because there's only so many spots. Uh, most grad schools, depending on how rigorous they are, how uh, tough they are, how specialized they are, only admit maybe eight students. It's a very, very small number of students compared to people who are in college. And so it's already competitive for that reason, which is may, the reason makes sense, but it's already very competitive. So any grad school program that you go to, there is going to be a certain um, feeling of I really have to have to step my game up, if you will, because everyone's everyone's bringing their A game because it takes a lot to even get into grad school, and it's also. Another note is another expensive note is that it's also very expensive to apply for. Applications typically run like sixty to seventy five dollars. So again, it's just a huge, huge investment of time, money, energy, and so if you weigh those things and you're still very, very interested in a subject and still want to pursue it, or you have a career that you need a graduate degree, go to graduate school. But if you're just doing it because you think it would be good for you. I would I would suggest not going to grad school. Um, as far as how to balance, uh, 
I think the particular question was a full-time job and um, grad school. This is a little bit of a harder question for me because I didn't work full-time while in graduate school. I had an internship where I worked full-time, but I didn't take any classes over the summer. Um, Probably should have. Didn't do any research either. (laughs) Probably should have done that. So I didn't do... um, that and also my class schedule may not look like a regular uh, nighttime grad school class schedule because I have classes during the day and the afternoon. And but I can speak on just balancing your schedule in general because my first year I had uh, classes, my first semester I had three, my second semester I had four, but I also had. Um, different labs that I was attending and different projects that I was involved in as well on top of classes. And so that took a lot of my time. Um, And I have a graduate assistantship right now on top of being uh, taking classes as well as labs. So it is, it is tough to balance. Um, But yeah, I think it'll be difficult to have an outside job if it's not a job with your school, like a GSA or anything, because you just, there's a natural um, relationship that comes when you have a job that's inside of the department or inside of the school that you're working at, because I feel like people might be more understanding and more uh, lenient to you towards um, your classwork and your academic load. Uh, if they know that, you know, you have an academic load. Um, but I thought about this question a lot, mostly because I don't have an outside job, and I wanted to give a good answer to this question. I think the top three pieces of advice I could give um, balancing work and school is, number one, develop a planning system that works for you. And I say that works for you because I don't mean go out and buy a planner and plan every hour of every day and like write it down. Um, Unless, of course, that's how you need to do it. But I know that that's not how I am. Actually, I tend to keep my schedule in my head. (laughs) And it's very hard for me to develop the uh, habit of writing things down and crossing them off a list because that's just not that's just not how I am. operate but develop a planning uh, schedule and a planning system that works for you and that will help you um, stay organized day to day and weekly and things like that Um, and even this year I probably know that I can't keep every single meeting in my head because I have that uh, graduate assistantship but I'm using Google calendars more to stay on top of my schedule. And so Google Calendar is easy for me because it's nice, quick, simple, just input the event that I'm going to, like classes, or I have a a workshop tonight that I'm going to. um, And it's very, very quick and easy to just input those events and um, even color code them. So that's nice. That's been a real help. Um, And then two is try to sort of Uh, compartmentalize without fully separating your two worlds this is more of my advice I don't know if this is backed up by science but I thought this would be pretty helpful is 
Um, and by compartmentalize, I mean that when you're at work, be present at work. And when you're at school, be present at school. And now there's going to be times when naturally you're not going to be able to do that because there's going to be a pressing work concern that will draw your mind away from school or there's going to be a pressing school concern that'll draw your mind away from work. And so the best advice I have for that is to write down some thoughts on how to fix whatever issue or problem or situation that might be, um, that might take your mind away from what you're doing um, whether that be at work or at school, and just try to write it down. And I do think that is backed, by, backed up by science, that if you uh, write things down, you don't ignore it, because I think if you ignore it, it's just going to continue to fester in your mind. So uh, write some some action steps that you can take. If, if an assignment is looming, like you have a deadline, big deadline for a big paper coming up, um, if an assignment is due tomorrow and you're at work and you really, really need to get that assignment done, just take some time, maybe you're on your break, to write down some some action steps for what you need to do to complete that assignment or um, an author or something that you need for the assignment that you can get it done and then vice versa. If you're at school and you have something that you remember that you have to do for work, just take a class break or something and write down something that will help you get uh, solve whatever issue or problem or um, just uh, ease your mind a little bit. Um, but I do think that writing it down will help. Um, so it can signal to your mind that you are aware of this thing, whatever it is. Um, and so you can alleviate the stress of, oh, I have this thing to do. If you acknowledge the thing and you write it down, I think it'll signal to your mind that, okay, I'm, I am taking steps to alleviate this, um, this stressor. Um, third, and probably arguably the most important step, I believe, uh, which ties back, I think, to why I created this show, um, and what the show is going to be about, is that I'm a Christian, so I bring things from that perspective, um, because that's my life um obviously but also the interviews on the show I'm going to be interviewing people that are different from me and I want to uh share um share what they think about the world and share what they believe and also I'm going to share what I believe um, but I think we can all grow from hearing different experiences and different perspectives and so I really want this show to be that as well um to hear just experience different experience experience different perspectives and and grow because we're learning from from people who are not like us um but to that point that little caveat uh one thing that always helps me balance work school and life in general is taking time away um for prayer and kind of in quiet time by myself listening to worship songs encouraging words or whatever it is just to remind me that school will eventually be over it's a present thing right now um work the work day will eventually whatever assignment that I'm working on it will eventually get completed but it helps to refocus my mind to say that this is not all there is and at some point it will be done we'll get to that point it's gonna take some work but 
it will be done eventually and this is not the most important thing for life um in general so that really that really helps me is uh taking a step back and really refocusing on what's important um to me which is which is my faith and then to that point also uh different people might have different practices i know uh, mindfulness is very popular in, in psychology, which is uh, taking time to be to think about your thoughts. And um, I don't really want to get into the technical definition of that, but that's how people uh, balance their life and their work. Um, plus, just have fun, find time to have fun, have t- find time to live your life apart from from work and from school, because though these Things are tools to help you do your passion. Like I'm studying IO psychology and I'm doing this podcast, which can be looked at as work and school. But ultimately, that's not what my passion is in and of itself. Like that's not the end. That's not the goal. It's a step to get to the goal, which the goal is to help people figure out what they want to do in life, um, help develop leaders, uh, hear people's stories, share experiences, and really to, to help people, to help people um, figure out what their career, what their passion is, what will in, engage them um, in life and how they can best approach any work situation they have. So that's what I'm passionate about. Um, and then random things like, exercise even though I'm not on a schedule right now and uh watching Broadway musicals is always fun I'll probably talk about that a lot I talked about salsa dancing in the last episode and I need to find a place here um where I am in Florida because I was salsa dancing in Maryland a lot and I'd like to keep that out and also I don't know going out getting a little little beverage for yourself a Moscow mule very refreshing <laughs> but find uh things that you connect with uh and enjoy doing it's really funny I just thought of a co-worker that I had over the summer and she would always say her kind of life has never been more engaging was just have a glass of wine <laughs> so you could calm down and you know the work day is going to be over eventually the assignment is going to be over eventually just just have a glass of wine to you know calm yourself down appropriately you know don't over drink or anything but um find ways to relax is is what that means anyway i hope that this intro kind of explanation of the show answered some questions about what this podcast is going to be about and what i'm currently doing and studying um, in grad school i hope you enjoyed this kind of short episode and We have some really exciting guests on the way, so stay tuned for that. And hey, I hope your life is ever engaging. Uh, (laughs) We'll see how these these outros slash endings go. I'm trying to try out a few different ones, but let me know if you like that one. And of course, uh, email if you have any questions, engagingLifePodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so, okay. Bye, friends. It's been been a fun time. (laughs) Take care.